Welcome to the Podscape. What? Ooh, yeah. You understand, baby? Dig it? Let me tell you another thing. First name John, last name Baker. Uh-huh. Brother. Hello and welcome to the Podski. I am your host, the man of a thousand gimmicks, John Baker. It is episode 42. We are going to review the WWE draft in night one. And tonight is night two of the draft. We are recording this on Monday night, May 1st. It's going to be May. And had May. To say- this, is, this was number 42? Yeah. Well, I got a shout out, former Forest Hills Ranger, fullback linebacker, Ryan Ford. Shout out. <laughs> Big shout out. I don't know any other 42s other than Juan Pablo Montoya. Okay. Yeah, hell of a driver. <laughs> Not in NASCAR. I don't know. I don't know who it is. <laughs> You're Andretti. He wasn't a part of Andretti Racing. Team? Again, I don't pay attention to what the competition does. I focus on being the best version of myself. <laughs> Except in these pizza wars. Oh. You want to get into this right now? <laughs> no, we're we're we agreed to to a demilitarized zone. Called the Podski. I might be going back on we that. We are. <laughs> you know, look. Let's keep I, it I civil. To, keep I it just civil. To say one thing real quick, and it was, you know, uh, sometimes there's people that are in, you know, developmental for a really long time, and then they get pulled up to the main show. So I just wanted to say congratulations to to Indy Hartwell. Uh, I mean JC. We're getting pulled up to the main show here on the Podski. <laughs> it's all happening for me. I'm graduating. I'm hitting the main roster. Still don't have a job, but we're getting there. Hey, we, we can consider the tryout. This is the tryout. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And we got we got no mongoose today. Who I I'm pretty sure you know he's over there crying and complaining about doing too much yard work and his throat hurts. For whatever, right? And what kind of what kind of weeds he's been cutting down? I have no idea, but I think we know what really happened was the old lady got mad at him again for buying a, a three foot tall Yosaki Yojimbo at Target, and he got killed for it at home. This is my guess. Yojimbo heat. Oh, T's and P's. And not even not even one of the ones that have like the have like the articulation. It's just a, a big three foot figure that only the only the the shoulders only the shoulders and the hips bend. That's it. Oh, I have that same kind of range of motion, so I get it. Oh my T's and P's to the goose. He is uh, has no voice today, so that's why the pizza wars are colliding on the pods. He, Jason- I told him to come on. I told him to come on here and pretend like he was Brian Pillman, but he wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't said anything. For the rest of the day. Apparently, when you get a really scratchy throat, that means you can't send texts either. Oh, jeez. Just burying him. He's never going <laughs> to come on here. He's never going to hear it. So it's all, it's all good. We can just keep, just keep burying him all we want. He's never going to hear it. She took his podcast privileges, made him delete the app. <laughs> He's not allowed to have Wi-Fi for the next three hours. <laughs> He's like a five-year-old. Oh my! Oh God! But look, I you know the 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 <laughs> the, uh, the pizza wars is coming. 
It really is coming. And Baker, you saw the video I put on Facebook. I did. Uh, JC, I tried to send it to you, but I got to give you, apparently I got to give you permission to see it, but uh, I'll go in and do that tonight. But look, man, we got about 25 names on a, on a list right now that we're going to put into divisions. And then me and our buddy, uh, our our buddy Dolan are going to, are going to go do it. So that'll be sometime in probably, uh, um, probably around the 10th to the 15th of July. So I'll be giving everybody updates on, on what's coming up with all that pretty soon here. But, um, yeah, man, really excited about it. I mean, we got, I, I found a bunch of places last night. You see, what we do is, you know, the first time we did it, we had, we had 16, 16 pizza places in the war in, in the first one. Right. And then we, we invited back the top eight. Okay. Well, then last year we ended, we ended up only doing, I think like 12 or 14 or something like that. So we didn't really have much turnover, but we said this year we wanted to add a bunch more so that we could get more, more, you know, more pizza shops involved and get more, um, get more, uh, get more options out there. So I think we're going to try to hit 25 over the course of a couple of days instead of doing it all in one day. But I mean, we're going to be covering everything, man. I mean, it's, it's everything from everything from like uh, Delmont, you know, outside of uh, between Blair's Blairsville and Pittsburgh, everything from there all the way to like Huntington. And then, you know, probably as far south as, is maybe like uh Somerset all the way to all the way to, to Hastings. So we're we're gonna be covering actually I think we might try to go to Burnside because Burnside Pizza is reopened, I found out. And we used to stop there when I was uh, a young lad in my in my first year going to Clarion, uh driving back and forth up to Clarion University. We used to stop at Burnside Pizza and eat there once in a while. So we might try to hit that. Um so we're gonna be covering probably 25 in that local area. And it, look, man, this thing gets bigger every single year. It gets, it gets expanded across, you know, more counties every single year. So maybe next year we'll do 35, you know, but I'm really looking forward to it. I know my, you know, Dolan's super excited about it, starting to get a little bit of buzz on Facebook about it already. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to jumping into that. It's going to be going to be a lot of fun. Yes. The Laurel Highlands pizza wars is phenomenal. And you mentioned something just a second ago about a place uh that reopened and i just sent something in the chat i want you all to see because i want you to pop for it but there's a huge announcement here in the world of the podski that we we we've been really sad about for a while but there has been big news to report that totally went missed for an entire month and the big news is that the milky way is back and it's under new management. No way. Yes, it is. Oh, I didn't know that. Look at that. I just sent it. In, I sent it in the chat. They they made an announcement a month ago. They've been reopened for a month now. Well, hell, now I can get me a hot dog and a piece of pizza and a taco on my way down to pick you up. Yeah. Now you can add them to the pizza wars. Holy cow! <laughs> and you get diarrhea I'm, 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 for free. Look, I'm glad to hear that, man. Because I mean, I know there was a little bit of speculation that, that they had sold the property to Sheets or to Rudders. And the people were kind of upset about that because look, you want, you want to try to keep the mom and pops open as long as you can. Oh, and they yeah. always had a ton of business in there, man. I mean, they had, they had hundreds of people on the payroll working there at any moment. They, you know, $20,000 a week in payroll guaranteed, if not more than that, that's a lot of hot dogs, man. That's a lot of hot foot Sundays to sell that, you know, but, um, but to cover that payroll, but I'm, I'm glad to hear it. I've got really fond memories of the Milky Way. I'm going to be stopping there again, man. I can't wait to go in there and, and eat too much food and, and throw up all over the place like I almost did whenever you and I hung out. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was the big news. That was the big announcement that I found out today that I was really excited for, for the fact that, you know, that, you know, they made, they're, they're making it through new ownership. It's not going to be a sheets. It's just going to stay 
the Milky Way, the way we like it. So you know, when you when you said today that you had a big announcement, I thought you were going to say this was the last show. <laughs> this was the last show we're doing. After I went ahead and put all these episodes on YouTube, they're going to live in infamy because that's it. If you are listening to this and you are listening on YouTube, this is not the end of the show, but there where I'm putting a lot of the archive shows I've got up until um, around episode 28, I think, from what we've done now back to 28. So we have almost half the shows that we've done are on YouTube now. So um, if you're checking us out the first time on YouTube, make sure you go back and listen to all the other episodes or you can check us out, you know, however you listen to your pods. If you want to jump over to YouTube and check it out feel free because we're we're the pod ski is growing we've expanded to youtube now so we're taking over and love it uh but yeah so uh we got the draft was this week this Hold week. On, we got more stuff we got to cover <laughs> i know i know i'm not jumping into it yet we are going to talk about the draft later on uh this weekend we got uh backlash so uh, we kind of JC and I kind of talked about that a little bit this past week. Uh, I don't really know what more we can really talk about because I mean th- we have two more go home shows before we get there. Uh, but I know that Andretti had a lot of things that he wanted to put over. It's not like a lot of things. It's good. It, it's just like so many things have happened uh, over the last like week and a half that like take it away, Andretti. Well, I mean, I I don't even know where to start with this. So I mean, I, I started making notes about an hour ago. So I don't. Everything's kind of all over the place here. But you know, happy birthday! Happy birthday today, Booker T. And happy birthday to him. I don't care. Good luck. Happy birthday, Squire Dave Taylor. And happy birthday to him. I don't care. Good luck. All right. And, uh, Shout out Squire Dave Taylor. Yeah, this, since this is going to come out on, on Thursday, uh, happy birthday, Mr. Fuji. And happy birthday to him. I don't care. Good luck. And also, happy birthday, Ryan Shamrock. And happy birthday to him. I don't care. Good luck. Is that Ken's son? No, it's the, it's the girl. Sister. The sister, the fake sister. Oh. That might have been before your time, Bank. That was before my time. Oh, come uh, on. Go today, back and watch. Today, I found out, was uh, National Melanoma Monday. So I guess we're celebrating melanoma today for uh, for Monday. I don't know how that works. Shout out cancer. Shout out melanoma, you know. You're doing a hell of a job, Melanoa, but we, we wish you weren't, but you're doing a hell of a job. But also today was um, National Bus Driver Appreciation Day. So hey. I wanted to give a shout out to Stan the Man from Bus 5. We love you, bud. We know you're a fan of the show. Listens we every week. Still, we, still, we hope you're still driving that bus. And if you're not with us anymore, I hope you're driving that bus on the astral plane and having a good time doing it, man. Love it. Love it. So Word also, is Stan the Man is a uh, he's a he's an avid WCW guy. He probably in the, is uh, in the 2K Wars, the Monday Night Wars. Well, I guess it'd be Monday Friday Night Wars. He's a WCW guy, no problem. Um, also, uh, for, since, since Thursday, Thursday is uh, May the Fourth, which is Star Wars holiday. Amen. I wanted to ask you guys real quick who your favorite Star Wars character is. Well, JC is gonna. I'm gonna have major heat with everybody because my favorite. Star Wars character, without a doubt, 
is Jar Jar Banks, and y'all can suck me for it because I love Jar Jar Banks. He is the greatest. He is an accidental genius. And and I want everyone to just think long and hard about that. That, you know, Jar Jar Banks is an unsung hero to the prequel movies. And I also went as Jar Jar Banks for Halloween whenever I was a kid. We need that on say, socials. I'm going to say my favorite Star Wars character of all time is General Maydeen. Do you know who that is? Like, yes, I do. Yeah. So when I was a kid, um, there was a uh, a true value up the street and they sold Star Wars toys. And this was before I had seen any of the movies. Okay. So the first Star Wars figure I ever got was General Maydeen, who was like this uh, older guy with a gray outfit that had light blue on his sleeves um, and, a, and like a gray beard. Okay. Yeah, And I was like, man, that guy's probably such a badass in those movies as a general. And that dude was in that movie for about four seconds, dude. But so I went in, I went in and looked to see who that was. And it said today he was a, a led a commando unit of the Galactic Empire's military until he defected to the rebels where he served as a general. As the officer responsible for covert actions, he devised the attack on the Endor shield generator and trained the soldiers who accompanied Han Solo to the Force Moon. At the end of the Galactic Civil War, Maydine went in to serve in the New Republic, a democratic government founded by the rebels. So shout out General Maydine, man. We're, we're here for you. JC, JC, I know I know you got heat with me over my choice, but uh, deal with it. But uh, what? Uh, who is your? First of all, I don't have time to explain getting the car car binks. <laughs> if you remember that meme yeah. insert that meme here john yes <laughs> on the video um <laughs> general Maydeen, deep cut but i'm here for it i remembered he had a weird haircut too if i remember correctly sure sure pretty sure uh so i grew up with the originals um on vhs the uh the remasters so i wore those tapes out mm-hmm. at my grandparents house so you can't see this because we don't record the video or publish the video but luke skywalker he's my guy always has been always will be they did him dirty in the newest set of movies although i can understand being grumpy and wanting to be a hermit if you're a teacher so i'm for that <laughs> but luke has always been my guy i know it's an easy pick but sometimes you got to give the people what they want Got to give him the right answer. Listen up, Triple H. You can learn from this. <laughs> if if I'm going to pick somebody that is a Jedi, mine would be Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I always loved Obi-Wan because he always had the, the blue lightsaber. And I, and I have a thing for blue light. I always, like, when I play the games, shout out Jedi Survivor. If you play Jedi Survivor, Woo! it came out this past week. I have not played it yet. I have it. And I have it downloaded. I have about two and a half hours left of God of War Ragnarok that we talked about also last week. So once I get done with that, then I'm hopping into Jedi Survivor. But uh, anytime I play the games or anything like that, I need a blue saber. So shout out Obi-Wan Kenobi. And that series last year was absolutely fantastic. Agreed. I am a green lightsaber guy personally, because Luke. But Obi-Wan of the like the newest set of movies, I shouldn't say the newest, of the prequels, Mm-hmm. I've I appreciate him now more again as a teacher, 
Because some of the faces he gave Anakin when he would do, do some dumb shit were just absolutely the kind of faces I would make. There's one when they're in the uh, the temple and they just granted him uh, a seat on the council, but not the rank of master. Yeah. And Anakin starts throwing a fit about it. And he just gave him a look. And I'm like, I make that look four times a day. Love it. So, but no, um, Obi-Wan is a close second, but Luke is, Luke is my guy. Yeah, shout out, huge shout out to the prequel movies. They are severe. They were severely underrated for a lot of years, and I feel like they're finally starting to get their flowers now. Except Jar Jar Binks. You're losing the audience here with this. <laughs> are you nerds talking about Tomb Raider? Hey Siri, skip chapter. <laughs> um, so a couple of things wrestling related. Um, I don't know if any of you guys caught the New Japan stuff from uh, a couple nights ago with the. Uh, the King of Pro Wrestling match between Shingo Takagi and Tai Chi. Did anybody else check that out yet? I have not. I am so far behind. Dude, that match is so good. Really? Oh my god! They go they go on forever. They're killing each other. It's just it's just unbelievable. So I mean, look, it's it's old news now. Tai Chi goes over. Tai Chi wins that belt. I mean, that guy has just he's so much better than what he was in the past, man. Like, he was so good at Wrestle Kingdom. He's done everything good since then. He, you know, the, he, they tied him in with Sonata with that um, with that title win. And look, that that group, that group is just doing so well. I mean, I, that's why I think that, I think Doki's going to win the the um, the tournament. I really do. I, they got 16 people in that tournament coming up, and, and there's a lot of really great names in that tournament. Mike Bailey's going to be in it. Um, Kevin, uh, Kevin Knight, who we obviously love a lot on the show, and we're huge Kevin Knight marks. Um, and, um, Clark Connors, I think will make a, make a big run in that tournament, but I think, um, I think, uh, Doki's going to win that tournament. I really do. Yeah. I, so you said the super juniors are starting right now. It's going to be starting soon. I forget what day it is coming up though. It's coming up pretty soon here. Yeah. The super juniors. I, I don't ever think I've watched a super juniors the whole way through, but I I mean, the the last, the last four of them, I think, or, or four of the last five were won by, um takahashi so we, they they've got to they've got to sh- change things up here a little bit somebody yeah. else has got to win that i think that's why i never end up watching it because i always know the same guy's gonna win consecutive years in a row like there hasn't been uh, has there been a new winner like that hasn't been a, a repeat in a I long think, time right? i think rick did ricochet win it once a, a couple years ago when, when was that uh, ricochet, ricochet won in maybe like 2015 2014 yeah. maybe I was gonna say I had to be fifteen or sixteen. No, he's been yeah, because he's been in the WWE for a while. Um, but they um, it, it's interesting with New Japan right now, man, because they they kind of went they kind of went all in with with people that were that were like upper mid card guys. Not you know what? Not even that. They kind of went in. They kind of went in all in on with guys that um have been there for a while that hadn't been able to get over the hump, and it was kind of like. If if you're gonna do it, you got to do it now, kind of deal, right? right? So they went, they did, they went all in with the with the whole appearance change with Sonata. You know, that was a guy that was kind of struggling in the mid card for a long time. They went all in with David Finley, which I think is the right call. I didn't like the way they did it, but but they, uh, you know, it, it was the right call with him too. Um, and then I, I, that's why I think Doki's gonna be the guy. I think I think Doki's gonna win that whole tournament. Yeah, so to go back to your Ricochet thing, Ricochet won it in 14. Kushida, who we all know loves the rats, he uh, won it in 15. Osprey, 16. Kushida again in 17. Takahashi in 18. Osprey again in 19. And then 
uh, Takahashi's won the last three. It's crazy. Yeah. No, they got to they got to get somebody else in there, man. It may, maybe maybe they will now because they're kind of taking it a little more seriously with letting the the juniors challenge for the heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to open that up a little bit, you don't have to keep these guys in in like dedicated cans anymore, right? You you can kind of let people free float, you know, for lack of lack of better terminology here. So you don't really need you don't need to just put that put that crown on someone who's going to be the 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 junior heavyweight champion, right? You can you don't have to do that anymore where that's going to be the ceiling for that person. Cuz if if Takahashi's going to challenge Sonata, um that's awesome. And that's really good. And that's kind of that's it's breaking the mold for them. So if that's going to be the case then it's time to it's time to give give the rub and give the super juniors crown to somebody else, for sure. Yeah, totally agree. What else is so I have uh... a question? I have a question. Sure. So you you watch this. You watch uh, um, New Japan much more than I do. Is Okada leaving? No, I don't think he's going anywhere. But I think they just they've got to kind of cycle him down a little bit and kind of get him out of the main event picture for a while. And he he released a statement, which whether it's real or a work, I mean, who who knows? It doesn't matter. But he released a statement saying that he's he's going to start being a little more focused on um, on the tag team wrestling, which I think is a great idea. The, you can't just have the same guy out there every second of every day. They, they need they need new faces. That is a that is a promotion that desperately needs some new energy and some new faces, especially with losing um losing jay white was was a big one for them and they've lost some other people too so um i mean look they they had they had um they had uh uh i don't always forget his name in wwe who who's jonah who was jonah in wwe uh, bronson reed, bronson reed. They had, yeah they had they had bronson reed beat okada and he was kind of going to be the next guy then he ran back to the wwe so they they've had they've had a couple instances here where they've been trying with other people and it just it, for whatever reason hasn't uh hasn't happened or people have left or whatever so they've they've really got to get new faces in there um and i think you know sonata beating okada uh for the first time uh was a was a major thing and hopefully they can they can run with sonata for a while um, and let him be the guy. I, I don't know how that's going so far, numbers wise for them, but um, you know they they've just they've got to get Okada out of that out of that main event picture for a little while. Yeah, he the the problem with the with having Okada in the picture, like again, it's like how many times do we need to see it? Like it, he's oversaturated in that market now, which is which really sucks because he's so damn good. But the, like they don't have anybody left for him to face. It's a fresh unless they did like Finley or something like that, but like there's no fresh rivalries for him and they're going to have to like get creative because they, you're right. They don't have any fresh faces anymore. And you know, somebody like Jonah was really fresh for them. And I mean, they've lost a lot and then hitting the reset button and doing something with like David Finley and all that is a good idea. Like getting snot up in the, in the mix and the champion and all that, like th- those are really good calls and, um, I, I, I actually am like really excited to see what New Japan does because they're kind of at a crossroads and they've already kind of took that step into the crossroads where they need they need to make the changes. So uh, I am excited to see what they do now. So Naito Naito looked really good in that match. The last match I saw him, in. I can't remember if that was the, this past show or the one before that, but he had I think it was a singles match and he looked awesome. You know, he, that guy still can go, man. He, he's still really talented. Um, Tanahashi obviously is slowing down big time. You know, they've just got, they've got guys that they've been running with 
for a long time, like Okada and Tanahashi and, and, um, and, and Naito, they've been running with those guys for a long time at the top, you know, and, they, and they've, it's just, it's just the, the, the nature of, of the business now where you've got to switch it up and they, they just got to, they got to build stars, man. And, and that's why, that's why I've been so critical of the, uh, the new Japan dojo, especially at least, at least from the, um, from the American side, the American prospect standpoint, why I've been very critical of, of, of what am I, what am I seeing? from these guys. Right. But now they do get, they do have young lions um, coming out of the new Japan dojo and even coming out of the, um, the, the New Zealand area that look pretty damn good. So uh, those guys, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about them. I love Umino. I think he's great. Um, uh, uh, Mora, however you say his name, who's an impact right now is a, is a guy on excursion. Um, that is great. Now, look, they've got, they've got a lot of good things going for them right now. TMDK is really good. Uh, the United Empire's taken over everything. You know, you've got Bullet Club, re, you know, reemerging Bullet Club with the reimagining of that. Um, so you've got you've got some some good things going on there, and you still got really talented people like Tama Tonga and Kenta and and, uh, and people like that who can who can still carry everything. But um, you know, they're they're just in a, they're in an interesting space right now where they've got a, a, you know a heavyweight champion who's not really established. And they're they're uh, like you know like Mongoose said, man, they're a they're a uh, a ticket sales promotion. You know they've got to put they've got to put butts in the seats to to make money over there. And they tour, they tour a lot. They make all their money on their live shows. So you know for them they've they've got to they've they've got to be firing on all cylinders. And just for whatever reason they they've hit kind of a a spot where people you know are kind of um, getting oversaturated or or people have left or you know they're getting tired and they're getting old and they've got to build new people and it's it, I, it, I'm in, I'm interested to see where this is all headed. Yeah, and I'm really glad that you brought up the guy that we saw at Impact when we were in LA. Um, what's his name again? Yu Mora. Yes. That guy was awesome. Like he really stood out. Um, JC, you would really like him. He reminds us a lot of uh, Takeshita, and uh, like he he's really really good. Um, he stood. We saw him a couple of shows, and he just he absolutely stood out. He might not be as quick as Takeshita, but he's he's like thicker. Yeah, he, he looks kind of. He almost looks like kind of a uh, like a like a maybe a slightly less athletic Tanahashi. Yes, if that makes sense. Yes, that is exactly. That's exactly how we described him as. A that does, the, the only issue with him is he doesn't have the charisma of Tanahashi, and that's that's been the criticism of, of Umino too. You know, he's not quite there yet with the uh, with the character and with the with the charisma. But I I think those guys are going to be awesome here within another year or two. They're going to be really great. Yeah, and also shout out to TMDK and uh, Bad Dude Tito. Shout out Santino Bros Wrestling. Um, also, yeah, speaking of TMDK, you did you make a purchase this week? I did. So I got I got a couple shirts, man. I got I got a Jay White shirt, a TMDK shirt, um, a uh, a Briscoe Dem Boys shirt, and the uh, Mance Warner shirt. So I got I got four. I got the tax refund, and I went all in on four shirts. That's all I bought. And thank you, Mance Warner, for liking you know the <laughs> County Corner, but you won't like the Podski. <laughs> like win the Podski Royal Rumble, we put you over, and you don't give us anything, and you you know you like Andretti's post for a T-shirt. A t-shirt. Hey, we know we know who moves the needle here, man. I mean, come on, that's direct monetization. That's why he liked that. <laughs> I guess so. We'll pay him in light beers and eye pokes next time we see him. Hopefully, we um, get MCW. Switching gears in Japan. Did Did anybody catch that last Stardom show? I'm going to be honest, I still haven't checked out Sardom. I haven't had time recently. Like, 
that show was five, over five hours long. I mean, it, it was a major, major show. I mean, it was, look, it, like any other promotion, man, some of it was phenomenal and some of it was forgettable, right? But the, the stars, the stars certainly shined for sure. But I mean, I, I don't want to get, I don't want to get too into the weeds here talking about, you know, sorry, when you guys haven't, haven't seen the show, but I, I there, there's something there with them that, that is going to kind of tie into I know we were going to talk about the WWE, the new belt with the WWE, and I think this can probably segue right into that. But you know, they, they've got a they've got an IWGP Women's Champ, they've got a New Japan Women's Champ, right? And the sister promotion is Stardom, who has their own champ. So, what does what are we doing? Like, who, who is who is the champ? We've got we've got two champs now that are that are. Uh, representing two world championships on the same show. Like, I, I don't, I don't like the confusion that surrounds that. Who am I supposed to think is, is the higher, the higher champion? Yeah. Roman Reigns. Uh, <laughs> he wins them all. Yeah. Rain. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, it, I, if there's two belts, Roman has them both. Yeah. I'm talking about like, like, you know, you've got, you've got a, a, a new Japan women's title that it gets defended on stardom shows. And you've got a stardom champion that is that is recognized. I mean, that stardom women's division is is the best in the world, and people people know that. So, if somebody is the champion of the best women's promotion in the world, are they equal to the IWGP champion, or are they better than the IWGP champion? That's I, I don't I don't like how we're we have two belts. I, I don't know why they don't just combine that belt. They're they're doing the whole brand split thing again, and that was the biggest complaint whenever they did the brand split the first time is who is the better champion, who's the more meaningful champion, and, you know, for all intents and purposes, a lot of people would say, well, you know, the WWE belt was the, the WWE championship was the most prestigious prize, and that became the, that was the undisputed belt, and then they also had the World Heavyweight Championship belt, so I think that it cre- it can create a scenario where they could do, um, they they need to have I, I don't know what the real answer is here i i personally like it because i'm used to two brands with their own champion that's what i grew up with so that's what i like i know that it and and i and i sound like a hypocrite because i talk about AEW a lot and how they muddy the waters with champions um but you're about to get even more in AEW right and we can get to that even too if you want to but the I I like if they just designate two champions and you designate two rosters. There doesn't need to be the flip flop back and forth that there always is. We need the, if they're gonna do a brand split and a true brand split, it has to be a split, and it never is. And there's always exceptions to every rule. It's pro wrestling; they can do whatever they want. But th- that's the biggest issue with that. I feel with like you know fans like. Andretti where you feel like they're getting diluted where I feel like we're kind of resetting and we're like able to showcase somebody because that's the problem that's the problem with WWE they have no way to showcase somebody a somebody like a Seth Rollins or a Drew McIntyre outside of the mid-card titles and if they do something like this this is an easy way to start showcasing those guys to elevate them even a little bit more that's where I, I think I think the problem I have with it, Bake, is is he's the undisputed champion because he he won both belts. Okay? okay, and if you introduce another belt, that means there are three. Okay, so now he's and, not undisputed anymore. Right. So what belt is dead? 
There is no dead belt. So does that mean that someone can challenge him for one of the two belts that he has? And then we have three champs. So here's what I think it will probably happen. I think that they're going to merge, end up merging the undisputed belt and making it a singular belt again. And that will be like, it'll probably be something like what they did in the early 2000s when they did that original brand split where they had the WWE championship and then they had the world heavyweight, the big gold. They merged them together in that first undisputed belt. Then they reintroduced big gold on raw. So I think that's, it won't be a three belt system. It'll end up being a two belt system, but they got to get there first, I guess is what I'm getting at. Maybe, maybe whenever Roman at crown jewel, when they start dancing for a Saudi prince and he hits the thousand day mark, they do. And they do unveil this new undisputed belt because I really, I really hope they do that. I'm pretty sure that's what they've already, haven't they already said that they, he approved belt changes like in multiple belts. So I feel like it can't stop with this reimagined big gold. I don't know. I also think we have to think about it not as, you know, the thing with Vince, a belt holds up your pants. It's about a title. And whether you agree with this nomenclature thing or not, like I'm sitting here looking at a picture of the tag team champions who are holding two belts. Yeah. They are the undisputed tag team champions. I think ultimately it's about the name of the title or like the title of the champion, not the belts per se. They just haven't done the transition. But like at the same time, so you kind of have the opposite problem with the tag titles. Are you going to split those titles? Are you going to do? Let's hope. <sighs> yeah, honestly. Um, uh, uh, or actually, do a I... world and a WWE I would like, rather they have did them that before too. I would rather have them be one belt. I re- I would rather have it be one title. I would I would personally rather them have one true tag champion and it travels back and forth. I would yeah. I would like that too because I don't think that they're I, I don't think their tag division is deep enough to have it split. I agree. And maybe, it's usually like it's either a team who are a team, or it's two guys who are together. And they're just throwing and them together to to get them working. Right. Exactly. Ricochet and Braun Strowman. Correct. They're just yeah. They're just guys. Put a giant um, cruiser guy together. They'll make it work. Right. Unless so, you're Strowman just hucking a dude like a hay missing thing, like a moron. God. So <laughs> that's borderline almost deep there, John. Mm. Um. <laughs> so Momos, I think you have to. I can't stand Strowman. Yeah. You can I die. think you have to think about it from a from a title perspective. And again, it's all just made up in the world. They're going to do what they want to do. Um, so I don't know. I, I it, it does muddy the water to me a little bit that there are two belts there with Roman. And it feels like it's a transition time. Like, I agree. I think they're going to eventually just make that one undisputed WWE Universal heavyweight, all the adjectives title and then you're going to have the world title on the other brand and I and again we talked you talked about it I don't think they'll ever have a true brand brand split where it's just one and one um but they really ought to because like <laughs> if you if you guys remember earlier before Roman had the WWE title they did that Roman versus Drew match mm-hmm and I mean, it was a good match. It was hard hitting. Like from a wrestling perspective, it was a good match. But from a perception perspective, Drew lost. 
And it's like, all right, so now the WWE champion means less than Roman. And okay, that's part of the build. But that's the belt that dates back to, you know, Buddy Rogers. Yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah, because when you beat, and then when you bring champions together and then you beat them, well, then you just make your other champion look worse than what it is. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I personally. Andretti, we didn't get to ask you about this uh, last week. What are your thoughts on that big gold belt? Like, the, just aesthetically. The first time I saw it, I didn't like it, but now I like it a lot. It's one of those things that after you see it, it really grew on you. Yeah. I really like it. I, I can't wait to see it around somebody's waist. I'm kind of, what, what do we think is going to happen? Who, who are potential candidates that for that belt? Rollins. Well, that's a good time. I was going to say that's a good time to segue into the draft. Yeah. So, if we do, you have anything else you want to talk about, Andretti, before we hit it, or or JC, got anything else you want to put over? No. The only other thing I had was I I feel like that 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 uh that new belt is uh is going to be like like Cody winning the TNT title, uh. and then him saying this is not an undercard belt and it's going to be an undercard belt because the undisputed belt is the is the main belt. That's what I think is going to happen. It feels like WWE being WWE. I know. I know. <laughs> well, JC is happy because he bought those tickets for Raw and he wanted to make sure that Cody was on Raw. So uh, if we want, the only other thing that I wanted to talk about before we get into the draft is that this weekend on AEW, they're doing a steel cage match with Omega and Moxley. And I didn't watch... Uh, aw last week i'm too much i'm too much into nba right now like it's the playoffs and, and i'm a heat lifer and the heat took out the number one seed the bucks last week so i know this isn't a basketball podcast or anything like that but they just had my attention last week and i just for some reason aw just isn't i i, I seeing a steel cage match that's that's that gets me excited that makes me want to tune in that makes me feel like an old and how terrible as that sound an old style dynamite match so like i'm very excited for that i really want to see that so i'm definitely going to tune in on wednesday uh and also go heat uh fuck the knicks and um but yeah that was only the thing i wanted to put over before uh we hop into the draft so um but yeah there before when the draft did come out the triple h actually came out and laid out rules to the crowd so i actually thought that was actually a really well done thing that they did because usually the draft is just a bunch of loose ends that you never really get clear cut. I mean, we can get into that too. Cause there still was a lot of loose ends that the draft did let up here. So um, every superstar was available for the draft. 50% of it was done on SmackDown. The other 50% is going to be done on raw tonight as we're recording this. But on Friday there was a draft pool and the draft pool was different for Friday than it was on Monday night. So in NXT superstars are a part of it. And these all go into effect as of May 5th. So next Monday, and they all go into effect and based off of Roman being the number one pick that new world heavyweight championship is the, uh, raw belt. So with the first round, they come out right away and they Triple H announces that Roman Reigns as a package deal, it comes with Heyman and Solo Sokoa. 
okay, how are they a part of the, how, why does, if you pick Roman, you get a part of a package? That was my very first thought. Like, what the hell? Um, so, I mean, this is a pretty obvious number one pick, but. Well, he negotiated it, like how he doesn't have to work as much. Well, that's why we need another belt. That's why we have a package deal. It's all his negotiation skills. He's a master negotiator. Who did he negotiate with? Is Triple H <laughs> just running this company? Yeah, did he, how did he negotiate? I mean, I don't know. That's why it was my first thought. I was like, what the, as soon as they came out, like they, <laughs> I was so like thoroughly impressed that they came out, laid out the ground rules. And then all of a sudden they were just like, okay, uh, the first pick is three people. It was Ari. <laughs> He, he negotiated with Ari directly, skipped right over Galcho Vince, went right to Ari and said, this is what I'm doing, boss. Deal with it or I'm walking out. He went with the pea shooter style like <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. He sat he sat in the crowd and just Jr. had to come over. All right, it wouldn't be Jr. in this case. I guess it would be Michael Cole. Went over, talked to him, held him up. Yeah, I, I saw some people. I need the bald man with me. <laughs> I I uh, I saw some people fantasy booking that Roman was going to go to Raw so that he, like, I didn't I didn't think for one second that Roman was never going to not be on SmackDown. Like, they, Fox paid way too much money for that to them not have the the best champion on their show. Uh, and then with the obvious uh, second pick in the first round was Cody to Raw, and then that's where we instantly all think shit, they're going to do it. They're gonna they're gonna put that World Heavyweight Championship on Cody. And it's going to be a less than belt. So I think you're totally right, Andretti. And as I much, hope I'm not. I know because as I think much, it's Rollins. We've. Uh, I you, think they know that. I think they know that that will be the perception. But you See, want. I you think want Triple H first, is a little bit smarter. You want the. Uh, you want the first champion of that belt to be somebody that is going to be established and good. So and give it credibility right away. So. Making it Rollins is probably the right call, in my opinion. Um, maybe he gets his win back over over Cody. I don't know. In the finals. Well, that actually well, there's there's other options too now. So it doesn't either, it doesn't have to be Rollins per se. Well, true. They drafted quite a few people. They did. Um, Gunther. It, I mean, you know, foreshadowing, but huh? uh, there's a, there's a certain Scotsman. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and then. There, there are options. So, um, and then SmackDown's pick in the first round for their second pick was Bianca Belair, and then Raw's pick was Becky Lynch. So Raw loses the Raw Women's Champion. It goes to SmackDown now. So I'm assuming we're going to have another awkward belt transition. I don't really like the. Th this is where I don't like when they do like the brand specifically named titles. So now you have a Raw Women's Champion. She stayed on Raw to challenge that Raw Champion, and now she's going to SmackDown. Like, why can't we just have like a differently named World Championship without the mega branding? But we all know it is all about the branding. So that was my only two issues that I had with the women getting chosen. Not that specifically that it was women, but it was the, the fact that we're taking the raw women's champion and now putting her on SmackDown after she stayed to beat that raw champion. Yeah. I, I don't get it, man. The, the whole, the whole format of this thing, 
put me in a bad mood right away. I mean, WWE has been on friendship timeout with me for about the past month and a half. So I haven't watched anything. I watched um, I watched Raw last week because it was the draft. Uh, or was it SmackDown? I guess it was yeah, SmackDown. I watched SmackDown last weekend because it was the draft. But instantly hated it. And and look, there... You had the you had the NFL draft last week, okay, where there's rooms full of people crunching numbers and going over all this stuff and looking at charts and, and you know everything else. Why do we not have two rooms of fake analysts with legends as consultants? And what I would have done is brought the legends in for probably the probably the month before they started to do the draft. And I would have had segments with the talent interacting with those with those legends. And then the legends would go on draft day and tell the GMs, this is the person you need to pick. Wow. And then you build feuds between the legends giving the rub and the legends bad-mouthing people. And you just build it. You build the drama through it. And you get RVD involved and Teddy Long and whoever else. But like... It, they they didn't maximize that, and it, it just it, it felt like it felt like a big miss to me. The whole draft, the whole the whole presence of the draft felt like a miss. I mean, do you remember Battle Bowl, WCW Battle Bowl, when everybody was sitting in two locker rooms, right? And they would call out the names, and a guy would get up and grab his chair and throw his chair across the room because he was so pissed off. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why are we not doing that, man? I honestly have never even thought about building to the draft because all we've known is that they just announced they, just, they treat it they treat it like a one show stupid gimmick instead of something that's supposed to be important that would be such wow okay so if you're listening to this you know you better start quoting the damn podski because i'm sick and tired of us coming up with good good damn ideas on this show and they go to the wasteland of the internet and we don't get any damn credit for it because I know people are listening to the damn show because a lot of the shit we talk about in here ends up leaking out somewhere else. Either that or we're damn good at what we do here, which is all the more reason to continue to listening to the podski. But that is... Sponsors? Just, <laughs> well, everything that you just said there Milky Way. is so incredibly good. I would have never thought to use Legends... Instead of coming out there and just reading a card, which RVD read that card upside down on television, after he came out and was reading it the right way in the pre-tape, he comes out and it's upside down to the crowd. So how high was that dude? They just wasted well, and how wasted and how everything. Sean read that at all with that one eye? <laughs> how he could even read? <laughs> Road Dog had to be given just whispering real quiet. Speaking of people, I don't ever need to see again. Road Dog. It's time for you to. It's time to take old Yeller out behind. I mean, the dude, think about think about what they could have done with with Shawn Michaels being the head of NXT, right? And then they have they have him in there as the authority who's who's getting asked, "What's your opinion on Indy Hartwell?" Whatever, right? Well, what what happens if there if, if if Tiffany Stratton is still in NXT, right? Doesn't get drafted, and then now she's pissed off that Shawn Michaels went and stood up for somebody else and not for her. What the hell is your problem? Why'd you do that? I thought I thought we had a good relationship. You went in there. You told them not to draft me. You told them to take somebody else. Why'd you do that? You got you. You can build all this heat and all this drama and use the legends effectively and make it make it entertaining and make it worthwhile. Don't just waste it. They just wasted everything. They wasted a whole opportunity. Wow, that would actually be great. You could use Michaels as like the scout. Yeah, or like, yeah, like oh, 
that would be so awesome that see yeah and i've never even i personally have never sat and thought about the draft like that think, think about think about what it would have been like because he he's had a little bit of a program with grayson waller right what yeah. if it would what if it would leak out right if it leaks out to somebody that Shawn michaels bad-mouthed grayson waller to teddy long or to adam pierce and now all of a sudden grayson waller's furious because he's not going to the main roster because Shawn michaels screwed him over yeah that would be It'd be a fantastic storyline. It would just further drive the long-term storytelling of the story that they've been doing for the you know the last six months. Like, wow. Would have been nice. Give Andretti the damn book. He's been saying it for months. You know what else sucked about that show, dude? You know what else sucked about SmackDown? They actually had really good matches, like like combinations on that show, and they gave everybody three minutes in the ring. I know. I was really excited to see Butch and LA Knight. And yeah, I, when it when it when Pete Dunn and LA Knight were coming out there, I was like, these guys are gonna kill each other. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. And it was three minutes. I have one gripe with that okay. particular match. And I was gonna bury that match in a joke a minute ago, but I didn't. Can we, okay. I know I'm not the gear snob here. But can we get Pete Dunn some pants, please? JC, uh, at one point, um, at one point, Pete Dunn was the best heel in the world. He was the best heel in the freaking world, dude. And they just killed him dead. Killed him dead. They and, and I and I've seen like glimpses of that. I've watched some of his matches. Like, I'm cool with the character. I mean, the name is stupid. They should have just reverted back to Pete Dunn like they did on some other people. But whatever. Well, they but did say he, that they are going to do that. Like that Triple H, that was part of the draft process is to get him out of being Butch and making him Pete Dunn again. Well, he grew his hair out. But the thing is, I mean, they made the guy lose 150 pounds and he looks like an, a, a 15-year-old. Yes. Yeah, yeah that bugged the crap on. out he of me. He was putting weight back on. Yeah. He just looked like he looked like a teenager. He looked like a total goof. And I know he's a better wrestler than that. And I know he can talk. And I know he's a badass and everything, but like you look at his spindly little legs and it's like, it's like Hornswoggle's older brother, but didn't get the pants. Oh, wow. And I just like, and I, and I didn't want to have that opinion because I know he can, you know, he's a, he's a good worker and everything, but it's just like, brother, can we get you like even some shorts? Like, I don't even know. About I, don't know. I hate man. Boy, do I hate the Grayson Waller attire. I hate it. And you, uh, Andretti probably actually likes it. I, but I hate it. I like it because there's nobody else that dresses like it. Well, that's mm. true. I guess because he's a one of one that it's okay. But if there was multiple people like it, like in that gear, I'd hate it. Ugh. But I mean, uh, you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about this? These these NXT call ups. Yeah, I mean, we could run over uh, some of the stuff in the second and third rounds if we want to. Sure. Uh, so the second round. Uh, SmackDown took the Street Profits, Wet Fart. Um, Raw took Imperium. So the IC champion moves to Raw. So obviously uh, Theory is going to come to SmackDown, which I think that is probably a good idea to get get Theory on a big show, get him on a big stage. They want to push him. They want him to be better. I don't. We we've talked at nauseum about Austin Theory here for a while, and we don't know if that Cena match did anything for him at WrestleMania. So I think this is a good way to see if that actually did anything for him. Uh, but I'm more excited to see Gunther on Raw. 
Uh, who knows? I mean, that, that's a new cold tag team. Uh, Imperium on Raw adds. You could put Imperium versus um, Judgment Day. So that th- those are cool things that we can definitely see now. Um, we're getting the switch with uh, Edge going from Raw to SmackDown. I enjoy that. Let's get Edge some fresh faces to work with. Uh, and then the eighth pick in the second round uh, was uh, Matt Riddle staying on Raw, which, you know, another wet fart noise. Don't care about Matt Riddle at all anymore. No. Uh, I, then- I really liked the Imperium switch. I As somebody who watches Raw, um, I really like that. And then some of the other picks that they made, you know, it, okay, so now you've, you've got Cody, you've got Gunther and them. I mean that that is a whoever wins that new belt the first time. That there's there's your there's your there's your first opponent. I really think that that's really cool that they put Gunther on Raw with Cody, especially after we got like that 15 minute match at the end of the Royal Rumble. Sure. Like that's really cool. Like Gunther could be a boss to get to Reigns for Cody if that is still the plan. Like we've been talking to. So, um, and then. Uh, round three, we have Lashley going back to SmackDown, which uh, is Lashley dead. He's been dead for three years. Ever since they broke up. The, they should have never broke up Hurt Locker or whatever the hell they were called. They Yeah, they absolutely should have never broke them up. Because none of those guys have done a damn thing. No. They should have they just kept those guys together and let MVP be the be the, J, the J.J. Dillon of today. That's what they should have done. They should have been a black horseman, dude. That's what they should have been. They yeah. looked they looked phenomenal out there in suits, yep. being businessmen. I loved every second of that group, man. I, I don't know why they didn't run with that for 10 years. Missed opportunities again. Uh, Drew uh, does the switch to Raw, which that makes JC happy, your big Drew guy. Uh, and, then, and then we had the big return. AJ Styles returned, uh, and he's going to be on SmackDown with uh, – the good brothers, Anderson and Gallows. Good to see them back. I know that. Uh, do you we- have a Do you have a, a toilet noise that where you just push the push the button and it flushes the toilet? Why, dude? I got nothing for them, dude. What? I mean, I don't. I don't know anymore. They're really anymore. They're really funny, and those talking shop manias are hilarious. But in the ring, I can't. I don't ever want to see these people again. I love that Gallows literally showed up like he was at WrestleMania and all you know that he did all week was drink 95 boxed wines and just brothered out the entire week and did all the gummies. Yes. Ate all the gummies. Ate all the gummies. Uh, I I want, I know we need the OC to be good and we need the OC to do something on SmackDown. I don't know why we're adding Mia Yim in there. I don't know how that really fits. Does, does anyone know? Like, do you have any backstory on that, Andrea? There's got to be some kind of connection there with with her. With, with but that that's the new thing now, and it is what it should be. Is they should be there should be a women's representative in the group, in my opinion. I don't. I don't dis. Yeah, I don't disagree. I just didn't know if there was like a. I I don't know. I don't know if there is. I'm sure there is. But I, I don't know what it is. That's still. I like that idea. Um, we're sorry your husband stopped dyeing his hair. Uh, Talk about work with Keith Lee's dead, deader than Kelsey's nuts. Mordecai Keith Lee, go away. The ghost of Keely of Keith Lee passed. God, (laughs) I I don't know what to do with Keith Lee other than 
producer. I don't know what to do with him at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then um, Mongoose's favorite, The Miz, staying on Raw. I'm totally okay with Miz staying on yeah, Raw. That's a good call. That's a good call. They they got three hours of TV. I, I you know it's really funny because we get a lot of different uh, variations of what people watch on today's show. Like JC's a Raw guy, Andretti, you like everything, and I am predominantly a SmackDown Dynamite guy. I'm a little disappointed that you did not throw in the dynamite on mine as well. That's the only thing I, I watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. You watch dynamite every week. I should have. I should have threw that in there. You know the the show that I watch the most consistently is is New Japan. Yeah, Everything you, I, I watch all their shows. Yeah, and you, I, look, I'll, I'll miss. Like I said, WWE is on friendship timeout with me until after Backlash. So I put them. I put them on like a sixty day notice. So I wasn't talking. I wasn't talking to WWE for like for like forty days or whatever it was. But um. After after back, I'm gonna watch Backlash and then I'll start watching it again next next uh, next week. But uh, I'll probably honestly I'll probably watch Raw tonight and just just to see the draft stuff. But um, look, man, it's like I said to you before, like when we were in when you were out here in LA and we were doing the reviews every day. Like you, you gotta just step back and you've got to look at each promotion individually in their own vacuum. And if you can do that as a fan, you will enjoy a lot more wrestling than what you think you will enjoy. Because if you, if you compare everybody together, you're going to get pissed off. Yeah. And that's, I think that's where I kind of got at one point, especially uh, like last year, like I was trying to compare AEW to WWE and that's, they're, they're not the same thing. They're not even remotely close. And, and NXT, NXT and WWE are two different things. Yeah. And they're on the same umbrella, same branding and all that. And the only, the only promotion that doesn't really feel like they have their own vacuum is AEW. And it's because there's so much, there's so much crossover with the other promotions that you don't really get an AEW feel in my opinion, because when you, when you watch NXT, everything in NXT is the NXT universe, right? Mm-hmm. It just feels like it is its own thing. WWE feels like it is its own thing. New Japan feels like it's its own thing. I don't feel I don't feel like AEW does, um, but you know that, that doesn't that doesn't mean I don't I don't like it. I mean I watched all of uh, the first night of the uh, Lucha World Cup, the the AAA thing that's up on YouTube for free right now. You should check it out because they got representatives from people from all over the world that are doing like 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 uh, um, you know trios matches, right? So the the USA team is Sam Adonis, which is Corey Graves' brother, um, and um, um uh, christopher daniels and uh and uh, of course it's john morrison is the third guy in the usa team so that was i mean look it's great it's it's great to it's it, it really and i'm being completely honest with you guys with this stuff when i just got to a point where i just i step back and i view every promotion differently now i love everything dude and i really do enjoy watching all the shows yeah, I think that that's a really good point to make, especially like when you, if you can take a step back and you can enter the world that they want you to live in, then you can, it, it, you can start to appreciate all of it. Because once I started doing that with WWE, I, I appreciated it a lot more. I started coming back to it, dipping my toes in the water. Obviously, WrestleMania played a big deal in all that. But um, but yeah, that's I definitely get that feel. I love whenever you you turn on a New Japan show and and Kevin and like you, you're getting Kevin Kelly and he's putting you in there. Yep. And yeah, that's uh, there. The, we'll, we're going to put over Kevin Kelly again because there's just 
he is one of, if not the best announcer in the business. Look, man, there's there. It is a huge, very diverse, very accepting industry, and there's something out there for everybody to to like and to appreciate. There's a niche out there in pro wrestling for everybody that anything you could possibly want to see, man. If you're if you're really into you know the the Effie's Big Gay Brunch, then you're gonna you're gonna find stuff like that on GCW that you're gonna fall in love with. If you love the WWE, you love the WWE. But everything is different. And if if you just if you love wrestling and you and you like seeing a bunch of different things across a bunch of different platforms that are going to be very different from each other, then you're going to have an unbelievable experience checking all that stuff out. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one thing I did, um, real quick, and then we can move on, John. One yeah. thing I started to do is I stopped trying to be critical of everything. Like there's some stuff that's just not for me. If and this was especially true with AEW, and it's where it really came to my mind was it's supposed to be a smorgasbord, whatever kind you know, it's supposed to be a wide variety of wrestling. I tried to, to just say, okay, well, that segment wasn't for me, but there's a segment of the audience, hopefully, that likes that thing. Okay, I don't have to like that, I could think it sucks, whatever. But I tried to stop being so damn critical about stuff and just try and enjoy it. And if I don't enjoy it, then I'll just zone out for a couple minutes and the next thing I'll probably enjoy. And I have to do that with Raw because I want to watch Cody and I want to watch now Drew. And, you know, there are some things I want to watch. And then there's like two and a half hours of other stuff. I don't really care about that much, but they have it spaced out that I'm watching. And I might find something else I'm into. And I think that's kind of the point. And like I spend most of my day being analytical and critical and I want to enjoy wrestling just like, like the opposite of that. I don't want to be so grumpy and critical and this should do it this way. And this is the only way to do it kind of thing. Like I went through a phase with that, with wrestling and I just don't, I just want to watch what I want to watch. Like if I got to watch raw to see Cody, okay, I'll watch raw to see Cody and drew and now Gunther and you know, whoever else they draw or whoever else they draft. And there's some days I just want to watch a bunch of spots and people aren't, you know, beating the tar out of each other like Gunther does. And maybe they're going to break their neck, maybe not. That's interesting. You know, <laughs> I'm going to be interested in that. And, you know, then there's other things that, like, are just boring and stupid and why did they do it that way? And I'll think about that afterwards. But I think you make a good point about we don't need to be critical about everything. We don't need to compare everything. I got plenty of stuff to be angry and grumpy about in life. <laughs> Just let me have my entertainment. Sure. Please. I, I still get, I still really get critical of the WWE because they're the, the, the industry leader. And I have, I always have hope for them. You know what I mean? I, I just like the NFL dude, like they're the, they're the industry leader in, in football. I, I really have hope that they're going to always do the right thing and grow it and grow the industry. And then the WWE just pisses me off. <laughs> they just, they just miss it. They just miss it sometimes, man. Or or they do things like this draft where they've had a real opportunity to create a, a, an unbelievable event that should happen every year, and they just throw it together in 10 seconds, and they tell they tell three legends to get on a plane, hurry up and get here for Friday night. And then they throw it together. It's like, dude, just, just do it better. Do it better. Everything you're doing is right. Just do it better. Take some pride in your work. Damn pride. Get some damn pride. What? I have some students I need you to give that that pep talk to. 
<laughs> Man, I've given that, I've given it the take some pride in your work, talk to a hundred thousand athletes over the last 13 years, dude. So it's, I, I understand. I'm yelling into the wind, dude. That's why I was so worried about the pods going to be the last episode. Who am I going to yell into the wind at? I got nobody to talk to anymore. No, you just start your own network. Any, we ain't going anywhere. <laughs> so, I I need to ask the question: What put them on friendship timeout? Um, Mania, or the night after WrestleMania? I think it was. I think it was Vince being back. Yeah, Vince coming back. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna just step back and I'm gonna see how this goes over the next month and not get worked up because I know the shows are going to be a mess with him, him rewriting everything. I'm just going to step back, not get, not get pissed off. I'm going to go watch 20 hours a week of CMLL. If I want to do that, or I'm going to go watch freaking um, all Japan or something, you know, where I still, I still enjoy it and not get and not yell at my TV because I know that it's only bad because one person screws it up in the moment every second. And that's why I couldn't watch WWE for 20 years. Yeah, I, I know that it, it hasn't affected me yet. And it is obvious. Some, I mean, I mean, I think there was always some obvious Vince spots in there. But the more that you hear, I, I don't know. I just want Vince gone. And he's never going to go away. And it only seems like it's going to get worse. But apparently he was doing a bunch of stuff last minute at this show on Friday. Of course he did. So, uh, but I know you want to get to the NXT talk because you do love NXT. So, um, in the final round that was on television before they did some online stuff, um, SmackDown took damage control. So I thought that was really interesting because it seemed like they were going to break up damage control. So now that they can come over to the SmackDown brand, give them a new fresh paint of coat. And I wish they would have broke them up. I kind of do too. Um, I mean, you're a huge Dakota Kai fan. Um, I just want to see Bailey get back to the old Bailey. It feels like she's not herself anymore. Yeah. Um, that NXT Bailey was so awesome. It's it's weird. You think she wants to leave? I don't know, man. Maybe it doesn't really. I feel like she's just her and her and Mercedes just. Yeah, Mm. they're close. I think. Yeah. Um, look, it, it. NXT is still has to be a TV show and they still have to worry about ratings. And they've got to make sure that there's people watching that show. When you pull up Alba fire, who I've been a huge fan of for a hundred years, you know, in, in NXT UK and everywhere else, you pull her up, you pull up Isla Dawn, who's pretty good. And you pull up Zoe Stark and the champion. What are we doing, dude? There's, there's just, there's just nothing left. You, I just, you're going to, you're putting people who are so green on TV. Somebody's going to win that belt who's 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 green as hell, dude. I'm really concerned, or I don't understand why. Like Zoe Stark, 100 makes sense. Yes, she should have been drafted. She should have been drafted on the main show, not on the internet exclusive or whatever that was. But Alba Fire and Isla Dawn just won that belt at Mania. They won it a month ago. They're both great. They're both really talented, and they're and they're going to be awesome. And as a tag team, they're going to be awesome. Right. Yeah. And and I really like their match that they had at at Takeover. And you know, indie like we all love indie, but I don't think that we all think that indie was going to be. You know, we always thought. I guess we always kind of thought of indie as a transitional champion, and she clearly mm-hmm. is and was. And 
I mean, she she has been in NXT developmental for what six years, something like that. At some point, you got to throw her in the fire and see what she's got, dude. I guess so. I mean, they got they got everybody from that group. The NXT group is all going to be on the same show, right? Gargano, Candice LeRae, Loomis, and her are all going to be on the same show. So they're going to do something there, and that's fine. Do whatever you want. But is Indy Hartwell still employed in a year, a year and a half? Is she still on the roster in a year and a half? I don't, I don't know. know the answer to that. I guess we're all waiting for the cuts, too. The uh, mm-hmm. post- cuts haven't happened yet. I mean, the, the fact that they were seriously considering putting that belt on Tiffany Stratton. I mean, dude, what are we doing, man? I mean, I love her. I think she's going to be awesome. There's no way she should be the champ. That's why I was hoping they were going to break up damage control and send Dakota Kai down there to be the champ like they did with Mandy Rose. Just do that for six months. Or Io, or Io Shirai. Do whatever. Do that. It can't hurt Dakota Kai. The only thing it's going to hurt is if she gets hurt again. She's not going anywhere because Michaels and Triple H like her a lot as a worker. So she's not going anywhere. But Io Shirai could, is somebody that could go back to stardom at any moment and be phenomenal. Yeah, I, I just, uh, whenever you, whenever, whenever JC, you said about the, uh, does Bailey want to leave it, like tickled my brain a little bit because you think about like somebody like um, Batu, Trinity, who just randomly shows up on Impact this week, which that does not move the needle for me. That doesn't move the needle for me at all, but... Well, Stardom told her they don't have a job for her. Oh, they did? Yeah. Wow. Seriously? Yeah, they did. Just not a good enough worker? She's she's not, is the thing. I mean, she is, really, she really isn't. Right, I mean, right, I don't right. want to bury her on here, but... But, like... Right, right. What, um... That's a high level work in promotion. I mean, yeah, you got to so, be able to work your tail off there. I mean, there's there's still goofy stuff in there, man. Just like any other promotion, there's there's people at the top that are completely fantastic, and then there's people on the undercard that you're like, what the hell am I watching? It's just like it is in WWE. WWE is the same way. So, Andretti, is Stardom is their roster bigger than what I'm assuming the roster is vastly larger than what uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro is, right? I would think, I, I don't know. I have no idea what the contract situations are like with them. If they're all full time or if they're, you know, like they are in AEW where they're signed, but they're not like they're in different tiers. I have no idea how that works with the Japanese promotions, but I would think, I mean, I don't know if everybody, everybody on that, on that last, um that last stardom show, if, I don't know if everybody on that card is a dedicated stardom worker or not. But there were a hell of a lot of people working on that show over the course of five and a half hours. Hmm. Yeah, because I just I, I find that crazy that, you know, stardom wouldn't want somebody because I mean Naomi does have some star power. I, I don't know if it I mean it's certainly not as high as what it once was, but she always got the start and stop all the time. It's, it's still it's still a Japanese promotion, and they still cater to that audience. Yeah, so I didn't know if anybody. I'm surprised somebody like New Japan. Well, I guess they probably wouldn't want to bring Banks and Naomi in at the same time. That would not make a lot of sense for them. But um, they're pretty careful about not giving the impression that they're going to overrun the promotion with American talent. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just a little yeah, the same way. 
I'm really worried about that women's division in NXT now because of this, the way that this played out. I just don't know. Like, well, you got to bring somebody in, and you you either have to drop somebody down to to carry everybody, like a Dakota Kai or, or Nero Shirai, or bring. I mean, like I told you the other day, dude. I think I think uh, Miko Satomura needs to be the champ. I mean, they they fed her to Roxanne Perez. She's a legend in Japan. She's already under contract. Give her the belt for six months, and let her be the let her be the dominant killer for six months. And then, and then grow someone to beat her. Yeah. I just, I don't, I didn't, I, I didn't realize that they took all of their champions and like their biggest worker from the women's division out in one fell swoop. Like I, I'm really, I didn't really realize that until we talked it through there, but. I mean, look, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, if you're listening, I got names for you. And there's people out there on the indie scene. And I can give you names, man. If you want to bring somebody in, but hit, hit me up and slide into my DMs and I'll help you out. Uh, Trisha Dora, executive consultant. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you one right now. They can they can sign Trisha Dora. I like Trisha Dora a lot. I mean, there's look, you got Vert Vixen out there, Kylan King. I don't know what her contract is like in in Impact right now, but there's there's plenty of people out there, man, that are that are fantastic that could come in there and and, and be a jump start to a a division that that needs a lot of help right now. Because I think even Saul Ru- Saul Rook is hurt, right? Did she tear yeah. her knee up or something? She tore her knee up. Yeah, she was another one that was getting pushed. So like who? Who was left? You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to go with. Did did Cora did Cora Jade get drafted? Not uh, yet. Not, not yet. But I think she's in the pool. She probably will tonight. What do you think happens with Roxy? I don't know, man. I, I mean, I, it's it's interesting that they were gonna go with Stratton instead of her in that three way. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is there, but she's gonna. She's what twenty years old or whatever it is, and she's unbelievably talented i mean even in that even in that three-way match i mean perez was doing stuff in that match the other two girls had absolutely no idea what how to even respond to it yeah mm-hmm. she she did i mean look that girl that girl grew up in laredo dude i mean she did she did a lucha move off the rope where she was holding on to both of them and it, when she landed the move both of them looked like they didn't know what the hell they were supposed to do and they just <laughs> fell to the ground like idiots yeah mm-hmm. they're, they're just green they're just super green they don't, they don't they don't know how to respond to that and that's that's why you got to in my opinion, you got to bring somebody in who, who, or, or give that belt to, to Sotomora. It's a shame that it's a shame that Emmy, Emmy Sakura is under contract to AEW or Ring of Honor because Emmy Sakura could be somebody that would come in there as a, as a, a, a final boss heel and, and kill everybody and, and do a hell of a job putting people over and, and working with everybody to get them where they need to be. But I think Sotomora is the right call. Huh. Yeah, I just I did not realize how decimated this NXT roster is going to be. Uh, it, did they, they didn't call? Did they call any uh, of the men up? I don't think so yet. So maybe that well, that's pretty de- pretty deadly did right. Well, pretty deadly got killed. They got killed off in the in the the paper in the the spring break and show. They got thrown in a the river. They're dead. So yeah. in, in NXT in NXT lore, that means that they're not coming back. Right. I'm cool with pretty deadly on the main roster. We said that for a while that. Pretty deadly is going to make it make their way up, which Raw is getting ready to start in a couple minutes. Um, they did they did draft Vaughn Wagner. Vaughn Wagner got pulled up. I saw that. Okay, oh, JD McDonough as well. Oh, McDonough's good. McDonough's really good. Where will have build up great matches with everybody. Where'd McDonough go? I don't know. I don't know what show it was. I don't think I got it here on my results, but either way, um, but yeah, I, I mean the draft. <laughs> There's some good names or some good shakeups. I think it's what they did was good, but I think they, but like it's everything that you said, Andretti. They could do it better, and and it should be better. And the, 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what they. We'll see what happens tonight on Raw. Uh, but the only other thing that I want to cover here today is this. I know that we've been talking a lot about the um, the All In Show. So they have sixty k signups. Incredible. Yeah, that's that is incredible. Sixty thousand mm-hmm. people sign presale signups, and I think those tickets go on sale this week. So all good signs, and hopefully they sell you know as many tickets as close to ninety thousand as possible. So not ninety is what the ninety is the cap. Yep, nine not around ninety is around the cap. Yeah, I mean, look, man, if you get sixty five or seventy into that building, that's that's a hell of an effort. Yeah, they said oh, that. Yeah. They said that uh, they have uh, CM Punk will be there, and they have a, a rumored either return or debut. So I, they have a big return and or debut. So I don't know who that is or what that will be. My first my first thought on that was Ibushi, but he's close friends with Kenny Omega. So why would they put Ibushi on the show with Punk? Well, why wouldn't? Oh, well, why wouldn't they put it? I think I think that this this big return. Um, or the the new hire is is going to the punk show. Oh well, I also heard that like so it's going to be FTR and Punk on the Collision show versus, and I think that they Jericho they're going to face Jericho first. So all okay. this Jericho's been talking about is all work because they did go meet, and that's the whole reason why. So they did say that I think Wade Keller said this. It was either Wade Keller or PW Insider said that the only reason Punk showed up to Raw last week was because he was in Orlando with Tony to talk to Jericho and he met up with a bunch of friends down there and that's how he ended up on the plane back to Chicago with everybody. I think it's much ado about nothing with all of that. I absolutely think so too. And the fact that he showed up at Impact, he just trolled everybody for the rest of the weekend. Well, he went, he, there were, I, I did see something that he went to, he talked to Miz about burying the hatchet with the Miz. And then he went to impact to talk to somebody at impact that he had heat with. I don't even remember who it was. Yeah. So he's there. It's coming and punk will be back. And I think that it's going to be JAS versus CMFTR. Sure. Okay. Why not launch that show that way? I feel like it's a great segue to, you know, launch your show. Do you to- feel, do you, do you, the two of you think that we're getting, more belts probably i was just gonna make a joke about the uh now they're gonna need an aew heavyweight championship tag title so that the uh young bucks can feel good i mean look man and if they've got the have the real ones if they've got split rosters with those egos i can see that happening i i hate to say it but i i think i think that's what's gonna happen i think cm punk's gonna be a champion and so is mjf what i think that they should do is they should take the championships they already have now like take that all American belt or that all international belt or whatever that is and make that the collision show champion. That way it can, you can do whatever you want with that. Sure. And you can just bring in people in and feed your system that way. I don't know. That's my, that's my uh, two cents on that because I don't really think that orange Cassie needs that belt. So, um, no, we're, we're getting to the point where he should drop it soon. Yeah. Cause he's, he's, done, he's had so many good matches, man. He, mm-hmm. he really has. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just, I can't believe it. They got 60 K signups for that. That's, that's incredible. They're, they're going to outdo everybody. I also heard that all in is going to be an HBO max exclusive and it will all out will be the pay-per-view. Okay. Well, good. I mean, I I was just going to ask you if if either of you had heard anything about what they're doing with all in. 
Yeah, so I don't know if that's concrete in stone, but I think that I read somewhere on Twitter that a, a Warner executive or somebody like that leaked it out that you know, All In is going to be an HBO Max exclusive as like a um, trial run, I guess, for AEW to eventually make it over to the app. And then they're going to have the actual pay-per-view for All Out be an actual pay-per-view. Which is how they can use All In as a launch pad for All Out. Yeah. So, and that's where I think that's where we get a big return. I don't know, or a big debut. I don't know. It could be Miro. Could be Goldberg. I know JC doesn't want to see Goldberg. I don't think we need Goldberg, but. But I I think if if he wants that last match with somebody, man, and and you're not going to give it to him in the WWE, then why not? Why not? I don't say I don't say why not. I I'm totally okay with it. I just don't want him to go out there and blow himself up and and look like an idiot, and then blow someone else up. Yeah, <laughs> like their you know their brain. <laughs> I mean, I, I speaking of heart, I I do think I do think they should they need to push all their all their money into the middle of the table and get him at that show. I really do. I do too. I want to see him in the middle of the ring at the Wembley show talking about what it means to be there and how awesome of an event that was than when he was when he was there with Davey. I mean if you like I don't like David Hart, but if you want to bring out David Hart and give me give me the big hug in the middle of the ring and everybody's clapping, I'm I'm awesome. I'm all for it. Let's do it. Your favorite wrestler of all time, David Hart. Whatever. I mean it is what it is. I I, I mean it's he's not he's not terrible in the ring, you know, for what he is, but uh I, I'm he's not not my cup of tea, you know, but uh I would like to see some kind of a special moment with Hart and maybe maybe him and in Ed Wembley. I would like to see that. Yeah, I think that would be really nice. Oh, before I forget, I did have two things. Oh boy. To add to your uh to add to Andretti's list of things for today. Today is the I believe the twentieth anniversary or the fifteen year anniversary of the Steiner mathematician promo those 15 years ago today and also things that we didn't have on the bingo card this year was Snitsky on MLW (laughs) I didn't even hear about this he was on he came out to MLW last week did he kick a a baby into the crowd (laughs) he did but it just he just screamed it's not my fault and he came out and wreaked havoc on the ring you know they're they're doing a um they're going to reveal somebody in new japan and i don't know who it is somebody's somebody's either coming back Ooh. or there's a there's a new one i don't know who it is though i did see that they had a promo video uh today on twitter i who who is it did, have you heard anything about that i have not i've been so disconnected from dave because after the wrestlemania stuff man after the being out there that week and i know that mongoose likes to get on here and put him over um we absolutely just I can't I can't take Dave anymore. I can't do it. So it's um I, I'm so far out of the news. A lot of what I've been trying to listen to is SRS and um Cultaholic because they give like Cultaholic's really good. They give like YouTube videos really quickly. They're about eight to ten minutes every single day, and they talk about all the relevant topics of each day. So that's why oh, I, like- I like that. That's good. Sorry, I gotta break in here. Uh, apparently Brock Lesnar has the same lawyer as Roman Reigns. Yeah. Uh, he has negotiated himself to be a free agent. He can work on any roster he chooses. Oh, for shit's sake. So, 
in the open in the opening match so we can get back on the plane quick. Exactly. He's gonna kill Cody dead. And oh. then just hang out at the beach for a week. He ain't okay. hanging out at the beach. He's going back to Saskatchewan so he can dance in the snow and grab an elk by the horns and shove a knife in its ear. They're gonna There's do a, a a belt switch uh with the ladies. They just drafted Rhea back to Raw. So they're just gonna hand belts back and forth. Oh God. I I hate that. They I, wanted her back with Judgment Day. I I understand that. I just don't like the the belt handing over. It feels so shitty and it's like they don't mean anything. They don't mean anything. They're gonna do the yes. same thing with the they're gonna do the same thing with the mid card because they just But they awesome don't mean anything in WWE and that's the problem. They're gonna they're gonna leave the IC title on SmackDown and they're gonna do a switch like that. Why would they, they do he's Gunther's supposed to be like a two year, three year champion. They haven't said anything yet. I'm saying they switched the people. Oh, okay. I was gonna say if if, if they... they said Austin Theory and they had him with the belt going over to SmackDown. Okay. And... I was gonna say, I'm about to get really pissed if they take that belt off Gunther and they give him the US belt. Oh, and Seth is staying on Raw. Alright, so Seth's gonna win that belt. Could be. Yeah. You got anything else we want to put over before we head out of here? No, I'm looking forward to Backlash, man. I think I think it'll be a good show. Um, should Do we go over the card Backlash? Yeah, let's go over it. Okay. Yep. Okay, so Saturday, May 6th, if you're listening, uh, that is this coming weekend. The... What time? What time is that show your time? It is our time. There's no time on here. What the hell? I gotta find out what time it's gonna be on. Does that I mean does it being does it being in Puerto Rico have any effect on the time? I would think not. Is that I don't think I don't think they, they're, they're, I don't, eight Eastern. Eight Eastern. Okay, I didn't think that they were in a different time zone. So okay, fair enough. Good start time. Uh so we got uh obviously we got Damian Priest and um Bad Bunny. Uh we obviously have Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes, which we assume that Lesnar is gonna kill Cody Rhodes dead, which I hope not, but uh, no, I, I, my genuine prediction is Cody's going. Yeah, I think that Cody Cody's going to get the shit beat out of him early, and then he's going to have the big hope spot and come back somehow. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we got Bloodline versus uh, Sammy Owens, Sammy Owens, Kevin Owens, Sammy <laughs> and Matt Riddle. How about that? Um, I'm actually interested. Wait, 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 wait. What was that? The Bloodline, which is Solo and the Usos versus Sammy o- Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Matt Riddle. I don't care about that at all. It's just because is because of Matt Riddle. I don't care about Riddle at all. Agreed. The reason they oh, have, he's on next. He's on Raw tonight. Well, the reason they have Riddle in there is because Solo is the one that hurt Riddle. Oh, the- gotcha. Okay. So yeah, uh, and then we have Rhea versus Zelina for the which is now Raw Women's Championship, not the SmackDown Women's Championship. That'll be the match of the night. Yeah, that match is going to be really good. Uh, and then for the SmackDown Women's Championship is going to be Bianca Belair versus Io Sky, which actually is a lie that it is for the SmackDown and the Raw. They're staying the same because the draft doesn't start until next Monday. That's so, right. It's after the draft. Okay. Um, and then uh, the U.S. Championship is Austin Theory versus Lashley and Bronson Reed. That could be that's got match of the night potential too. Put that belt on a read. Absolutely. Yeah, I because I don't know if Theory needs a belt. Does he? 
I think theory might need a lot at this point. Yeah. I love the guy, but it's something's not something's not working. Well, we traveled that we oh, traveled the airs together. We uh, went through TSA together. So, uh, does that make us Air Brothers? There's your tag team. Put them yeah. in a the tag team with the Air Brothers. <laughs> you could be. You could wear like you. You could. You guys could wear fighter pilot outfits and be like Top Gun. Yes. Oh my God, that would pop. Oh, JC, God, that that's his best me. thing. He's living his best life. Give me the book, dude. Give me the book. I'm telling you. <laughs> the book. It's all yours. The book is absolutely all yours because Top Gun is a top five movie of all time. And if you don't think Top Gun <laughs> is a top five movie of all time, I'm sorry. I got news for you. You don't know what you're talking about. Um. Uh. Yeah, so this Damien Priest and a Bad Bunny match is going to be uh, a Puerto Rican street fight. So I'm pretty I'm, – I'm here for that. I'm, I'm actually like Bad Bunny. Like, I'm cool. And I'm cool with Damien Priest as well. Like, Let's, let's put a spotlight on Priest. That guy was so much bigger than I expected him to be. When we saw we saw him at the convention yeah. center, and look, I'm six four, dude. That guy was tall. That guy was way bigger than me. It felt like, and he felt like he was ready to cast a spell on all of us at some point in time. Like he <laughs> he had the darkest shades on, and he walked so slow, and you couldn't get within five feet of him. And he just yeah. nosied around like he had no idea where he was walking. He was like a wizard. Just hovering over the ground. Uh, and then our final match is Seth Rollins versus Omos. So I don't really know what to do with that match. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I, JC's giving it a thumbs down. I, I'm. Go- I got. I'll, I got a little bit of faith. Um, I hope they don't feed Rollins to him, dude. Yeah, I don't either. That smells like Vinnie Mac, big time. God damn, pal. I've had more interesting turds. In that match, Andretti, are you going to watch Backlash or are you? I or- am absolutely going to watch Backlash. Okay, so they're off timeout as of Friday night at 10 p.m. They're they're on a soft timeout right now because I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some Raw tonight. Okay, so a soft timeout. What it, what, they, what they were they- in a, they were in a hard a hard timeout. Okay, so preparing. I had to watch the trap. I had to watch the trap. So they were in a soft timeout, but I'm not watching SmackDown this week. Okay. So parenting 101, a hard timeout is blank. I took the I took the phone away and the iPad and the, and the kid went to the room and you're gonna think about what you did. Okay. Okay, and a soft timeout is soft timeout is when I let you check your email once a night. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Well, so they'll be off timeout very soon because I, I give me give me the book, give me the book and your kids. <laughs> I'll raise your kids. <laughs> Go to your room. <laughs> Our time. Oh, man. I don't have anything else after that one. I feel like it's <laughs> time for a dismount. Shut it down. Oh, God. Sure you check Give me the book out. and your kids. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, make sure you check us out on... Uh, Twitter at the underscore Podsky, Instagram the underscore Podsky. You can check uh, JC and Andretti out uh, on there as well. Andretti is the Cambria County, uh, the Cambria Cor- What is the County Coroner? Yes, good lord. I don't know what's happening to me. I'm getting all twisted up here. Uh, at J- Cambria County Coroner, follow me for for all your new life advice. 
Uh, and JC is on there as well. Make sure you check us out on uh, YouTube. We got a, a lot of archive shows hitting up on the YouTube. So be on the lookout for those. Um, check us out everywhere you get your pods. We're on every single one now. So, um, and with that, we will see you next time on the Podski.